Welcome back to another episode of Bold of You to Say. In today's episode, uh, we had we had a plan. We were gonna review Bill and Ted three. Uh, Bill and Ted face the music. Uh, but Jared Jared's had a very rough week. Um, his work schedule has been uh, just beating the shit out of him. So um, as news, I'm going to bed in like an hour. So yeah, he's he's become an old man. We're recording at six. He's going to bed at seven. Um, so that, that's, that's what we're dealing with right now. So, I just hope that you'll understand in these, these trying times. Um, no matter, uh, no matter what it takes, no matter what it takes, I will have my review of Bill and Ted Face the Music available sometime, sometime in the coming future. Yeah, I, I watched it already. I have opinions on it. Jared will watch it and he will have opinions. God help me. He will not let me not have an opinion on it. In today's episode, we just kind of worked off of what we have in our Discord server. We have a whole channel where we just uh, dump topics. Um, so dump we just. Topics like a toxic uh, waste dump. Yep, just, it's a toxic waste dump. The back of truck. It's a toxic waste dump of things that I think up at 3 a.m. And then I'm like, hey, that that would be a good podcast. And so yeah, we, we pulled some topics from there. Um, as always, there will be timestamps in the description. So you can jump around to whatever topic you want to listen to. Um, so yeah, enjoy the show. And remember, we will all face the music eventually. Avatar has been... It's, it's had kind of a resurgency in pop culture. Uh, a lot of people are watching it since it's on Netflix now. Uh, it's getting it's getting the attention it deserves, really. Um, I grew up with it. A lot of people grew up with it. But now the audience for it is getting... Uh, it, it's just expanding so much. And a lot of people are revisiting it. And I just finished watching through the whole show with Haley. And... It has like the same kind of uh, same kind of uh, vibe as SpongeBob, where like I think Avatar: The Last Airbender raised this generation of progressives. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, because the show really tackles a lot of, I guess you could say, mature themes when it comes to like battling ideologies. And it really shows the um, the dangers of imperialism and the dangers of of nationalism, really. Mm-hmm. And it, the show really does a good job of being like an allegory for, I guess you could say it's an allegory for imp- uh, European colonialism. You find out in the flashback episode, um, Avatar Roku and Sozin are talking about you know, like, well, Sozin brings up, like, how the Fire Nation has made so many advancements in technology and they're in, in an era of prosperity. And, you know, he just wants to share that with the world, which is code for I want to invade every other nation and rule everything. It's subtle code for 
We are America. It is a right wing dog whistle. <laughs> but no, that, mean, yeah. It really parallels what we uh what we grow up hearing in schools about like manifest destiny and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, what, what do you think about it? I think you're right about it. You know, a lot of it does seem to have more. It does seem to have had more of an effect. But, uh, making kids how they are today. Well, adults, I guess now, because we're no longer kids. I'm 20 now. Oof. That's a disgusting thought. And, uh, there, this, it seems to be promoting more progressiveness. Yeah, kind of, kind of in the same vein as SpongeBob, where, um, so Avatar promotes Avatar promote Avatar promotes a more um, nationalistic kind of progressivism, where, you know, you learn the dangers of imperial colonialism and stuff like that. Whereas SpongeBob teaches yeah. you the dangers of extreme laissez-faire capitalism. Okay, you lost me. Ah. Uh. What? <laughs> so, Hold on, what? So, uh, Mr. Krabs, the owner of the Krusty Krab, uh, is really like the um, the pinnacle of what what used to be called a robber baron. Just you know, this uh, titan of industry that you know owns a big business and exploits his workers. For his own enrichment. Walt Disney. Yeah. I mean, really, like, if you want to compare our world to Bikini Bottom, Mr. Krabs is Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Too bad he doesn't have the same voice actor. <laughs> I mean, every time Jeff Bezos opens his mouth, all I hear is, hello, I like money. I can't do the voice, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Ugh. We live in such strange times. We live in a society. Well, I watched a whole video about the topic um, yesterday. Uh, I think the video was called, like, How SpongeBob Radicalized a Generation. Uh, it's a great video. I'll have it linked in the description. What the fuck? What? So, uh, I have a thing of meat sticks I was eating. Right? I think I just found a bone in one. Oh, that's... That, that that's I didn't I don't even think of those as like having bones or like coming from an animal, you know? Yeah. I just think of them coming from like meat gunk. Well now we know someone threw an entire animal in one on accident. <laughs> at least it's not like the uh the people at McDonald's that occasionally find like whole chicken heads in their uh, McNuggets. You ever about the lady that found a rat in their chicken sandwich? Yeah, I have heard of that. Yeah, that's just crazy how big companies like that can still let little things like fall through the cracks. Well, it's because there's so many like stupid articles too. Like there was this lady that said she got herpes off of a sandwich from McDonald's. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I'm just surprised it wasn't like an Arby's. Oh my god. You no, know, like hear me out though. That just sounds ridiculous. I don't think that's true in the slightest. Because, like, that implies that someone fucked a sandwich while they were on duty, on ship. Well, it could be that they, like, touched their mouth or their face or something and then touched the touched the food. True. Now, if it was but an no, Arby's, like, I would say they definitely fucked the sandwich. But the thing is, though, in the story, 
the reason why she got herpes was because she was eating a chicken sandwich and thought she had mayo on it, but it was something else. Oh, were they able to prove it? No, that's the thing. She ate it. <laughs> she got herpes afterwards. It was like it had to have been from the cum sandwich I had. So, the what was it? Was it like an old lady or was it like a younger woman? I'm trying to form the picture in my head. I think like a 30, 40 lady. Okay. Because I was picturing like a granny just guzzling down a cum sandwich and being like, there's no problem. <laughs> but now, how do you eat a whole chicken sandwich that, that's, that's glazed in cum and not notice something's amiss? I don't know. It was a hell of a story, I tell you. So do you have another... Uh, topic you want to pull from the discord server uh, oh, I can't find any that I've done that I want to talk about right now so I'll just pull one from my ass instead <laughs> uh, you know something I always found kind of weird it's a little political but it's like the, the guys like the people that are like super conservatives are also the same people that talk about being rebels and shit like that and going against the flow yeah, yeah, I, I've so noticed that. Weird. Yeah, it's I'm like, such oh, a rebel. A I'm such a rebel. I go against the grain. Also, I believe the same things that my grandparents believed. I, I'm such a uh, a black sheep. I'm a rebel. I think the cops should be supported 100. percent Yeah, <laughs> like I have I like have all these guns to fight against the corrupt government. Shit. I have all these guns to protect against the corrupt government, but also I believe that the police should have more funding. How dare you step on my flag? I believe that we can't trust anyone but ourselves to defend ourselves. Also, I think police should get more funding. My favorite thing, though, is the idea of, like, these people are all about, like, being rebels and going against, like, the authority and shit on paper until someone actually does and it's like they freak out about it. it's like you can't do that hey you know what you know what i think everyone should have access to police it should be a top priority of our administration but you know i just wonder where is the money going to come from <laughs> see they always ask that about health care and education but never about getting more police funding or more military funding what they should do is just, you know, sell merch. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, if you subscribe to our Patreon, we'll send you a boot to lick. <laughs> Tastes just like rubber. <laughs> Tastes just like the one granddad used to lick. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it is, and it's just so weird to me. It's like, you build up this persona of being like this, like, against the grain badass but like jesus christ yeah you know that i that 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 makes me think of like the people that are like into the confederate flag and they the rebel they, flag you mean the yeah the the rebel flag that represents their southern heritage and their rebellious spirit but they also think it should be flown at the state capitol yeah. What 
anarchist group that actually believes in rebellion would want their flag flown at the state capitol. If you really believe in rebellion from like the state or whatever and like having your individual equal rights, why would you want that shit represented by the state? Because Trump's in office. Oh yeah. <laughs> he knows maybe, what the, the maybe, working class wants. Maybe it's not actually about rebellion. Yeah. No, don't say that though. They'll get mad at you. <laughs> no, that my favorite thing though is like another thing, this is even more political, but people like when you're talking about Trump and they're like, Oh, he's such a great president. He knows exactly what the working class man wants. No he doesn't. The man was spent on a golden spoon. Yeah, honestly. He's been a billionaire most of his life. And most of it's because he hasn't paid his taxes. If most, like, he he was born into all of his money, too. Like, he didn't work for any of it. If anything, his work has made him lose money. Like, remember Trump Stakes? Or Trump University? Yeah. Yeah, the these well, failed fun. startups that he did because he's not a good businessman. If he had done nothing since the day he was born, and if he had just like sat in his mansion on his ass doing nothing, then he would still be fine. To this day, he would not have had to I work mean, a day in his life with the uh, with the huge amount of inheritance that he got from his father, and that well, inheritance that was got day. was was from his father. Yeah, another thing that gets to me, though, is, like, all these veterans with, like, Trump pins and hats and stuff. It's like, you do realize this guy is, like, almost exactly like the hippies you love to complain about constantly. He's a, a draft dodger who is, like, he just doesn't care. Yeah, he's never it's had like, a real job. Yeah. I just, I just don't understand, Alex. I just don't understand. Yeah, I mean, that just, the the one thing he does have going for him is he is a people person, and he is good at talking. He's, I mean, not, I, I, not mechanically, he's, he's uh, not, he's not the most grammatically correct person, you know, but, but he I is mean, good at riling people up. Yeah, maybe if they're like, you know, they don't know how words work and they're racist. Yeah, I mean that that too but also like the way that he won the 2016 election was by appealing to these people that lost their jobs due to nafta which is what hillary clinton referred to as the gold standard he was able to leverage that against her and he was able to basically speak these people's language yeah nowadays it's just i don't know yeah his campaign now is pretty bad I'm definitely thinking about just voting Biden and swallowing that pill. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair thing to do. Like, I wouldn't begrudge someone just for voting for Biden out of sheer desperation. But I just have an issue with people that, like, one, well, advertise that they're 100%. voting for Biden. Yeah, even, like, when they still have leverage, I'm looking at you, Bernie, saying I and AOC... I 100% whoever the Democratic nominee be, may be if it's Joe Biden, which it's going to be Joe Biden, because my team has no chance. And I'm openly admitting that. Uh, it, it just feels like that someone got paid off. 
Yeah, honestly. Like, who... Which of Bernie's relatives do they have locked in a basement? Honestly. <laughs> it's his persona. Bernard Sanders. <laughs> they kidnapped it. They're going to release it to the wilds. Oh, that reminds me. I need to talk about uh, that fucking artist Twitter. Oh, okay. I, in in a second, I just want to bring up one more thing about the Trump campaign. Um, is yeah, that, go ahead. That ad that I talked to you about uh, before we started recording. Yeah. Okay, I've been getting this ad on YouTube like way too much. Just in the last couple days, I've gotten it so many times where it's like this woman who's it's it's late at night she's going to her car and suddenly she's being chased down by two two men in ski masks and she gets to her car and they're about to break in and oh no she doesn't have her gun because joe biden doesn't want you to protect yourself he's against your second amendment rights joe biden just wants your blood he's a vampire joe biden as a person, I'm sure just wants to chill in a recliner and eat tapioca pudding. <laughs> I don't think he has any ideology left. I, I don't think that he just honestly has any care about this kind of stuff. I feel like he's just an old man that they're using because people liked Obama. Really, that, That's people. exactly it. I swear, it, I, I've mentioned it before, but it's elder abuse. It it really is elder yeah. abuse making him run for president. He shouldn't even be running for I mean, local office. I wouldn't trust him as like sheriff. Oh, speaking about that, did you hear about uh the sheriff of Benzie? Oh, I try not to. What happened? Who is it this time? There's a guy running for the election, and his wife like posted a thing saying like "White Lives Matter" and shit all over Aww. Facebook. Oh, come He's on. He's running unopposed right now. He has it in the uh, in the uh, bag. Why are local politics so irritating? <laughs> because, you know, we're not like other girls. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Benzie I mean, local politics are so though. hard to follow. We're not like all the people around here so like we see all this bullshit it's like why is this the thing you you decided it just doesn't make sense to us but to them it's like this is the perfect choice it's the one that makes the most sense i will happily staple my eyes closed yeah local local Trump's elected local benzie politics are really hard to follow because like no one runs on anything except for like vague ideas like the like the guy running for sheriff he's running on the vague idea that like hey i'm i'm on i'm on your team okay you know when it when it comes to you know you know it's us versus you know the urban people you know the <laughs> the hippity hop people you know yeah i i got your back i'm on your side <laughs> And then, Basically. and then on the other side, you got the the Benzie Democrats, the most useless group ever. Because as far as I know, all that they run on is yeah, we can make it better. Because that's what they put on their billboards. All of their billboards simply say we can make it better. Vote Democratic. 
What are you making better? Is it the pain that just won't go it. away? They're making it better. Whatever oh, it they're is, making they're making the it better. Famous Stephen King movie. You know what? I Finally, thought they did pretty a pretty good job with the it reboot. Thank you very much. Well, that's the thing, though. It's an all right reboot, but the the design for Pennywise is just stupid to me. I hate the whole we have to make it more creepy thing. I want they're gonna re, they're gonna make it better by making it back into Tim Curry. It should just be actual Tim Curry. As he is now. Wheelchair bound stocking kids in the sewer. It's like an X-Men episode. (laughs) (laughs) Watch out, Professor X. He'll get us good this time. Now, children, I will fry your fucking brains. So, Jared, you wanted to talk about artist twitter for a bit so there's a lot of stuff on artist twitter that's weird and awesome yeah we were talking about this uh while we were playing fortnite and i from what you've described artist twitter is the craziest twitter that's what i have to say about it. like right now there's debates over pedophilia and whether or not that should be allowed so yeah i I feel like i should clarify yes we play fortnite and yes we know it's cringy (laughs) but it's fun and we like it we're also 12 years old. I lied this whole time. I'm yeah. not 20. We've been, but, uh, we've been in an iceberg for 100 years. We're still 12, and we're going to be 12 for the foreseeable future. So that allows us like to play Fortnite. Beard. When I grow my beard, I'll, I will no longer be 12. I'll be my, probably my correct age. So anyway, back to artist nine, Twitter. 57. Yeah. On artist Twitter, though, there's always like some weird shit going down for some reason. It's probably because artists like range from people who just draw really good and are like d- generally talented to like horror artists who make some of the most fucked up shit to furries who somehow top the horror artists. Anyways, artist Twitter though, uh, for a while had this problem going on. And it wasn't just artist Twitter; it was all these different, like, art sites and everything, ranging from, like, the normal art sites to, like, the more, like, niche ones. Like, it went from, like, fucking, uh, like, DeviantArt and Etsy and shit, and then it, like, went into, like, Wattpad and fucking things like, uh, was it Atika's Portal or whatever? The fucking hentai website. I don't and, know. like, E621 and shit. It, just, it was just insane, because this guy, this motherfucker... Uh, as a joke that then devolved into a, a genuine mental illness, had people uh, draw pictures of busty, white, blonde, Aryan women holding on to Wonder Bread, committing acts of disfo- deforestation and shit. And like after, again, it started off as just a shitty joke, but after a while, it slowly devolved into an actual like fetish for the guy. Like he just kept making, he just kept getting more and more and more, and people were like starting to worry about him and shit. Like, hey, are you feeling okay? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. And like, what he would do because no one would want to draw that kind of shit for him is that he would uh, pretend that it wasn't him and like and that wasn't fetish shit. And he'd be like, oh yeah, can you can you draw this? I think it would be funny and stuff. And they'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Hey, what if I and nutted to that, this as a joke? Yeah, that kind of shit, yeah. But, uh, th- so that happened. 
and stuff like that. And people caught on to it, and they're like, hey, what the fuck, dude? This isn't cool. And so uh, he made fake accounts and everything to try and get more and shit like that. Well, uh, the other day, something amazing happened. Uh, someone on artist Twitter was given a very generous donation and a commission. The commission was uh, of, a pi- of a strange picture. Now, I'm going to tell you the price first before I tell you what the picture was. Yes, no, please mention the, the price. Was, I'll tell you the price. I will mention the price, but I want to describe the picture. The picture is of just a, a character from an anime who is busty and is holding on to a thing of Wonder Bread. And it's always, it's always white Wonder Bread, never anything else. But So there's this picture of a girl with white Wonder Bread in her hand, holding a chainsaw, saying something about chopping down trees. And the guy's like, wow, I, this is kind of weird, but like, it's an awesome amount of money I got. This guy gave me like $3,000 to paint this. And everyone in the, in the, the uh, what is it called? The feed, the, the chat thing, whatever. Uh, the Twitter comments. What do you call those? Replies? Yeah, the replies. Everyone in the replies was like, when do we tell this guy what just happened? <laughs> It's like he had no idea that he had just made fetish material for this weird man. Well, I thought you said before that it was five thousand. I'm trying to remember. It was it was high. I don't think it was five thousand. I think it was lower, but it was a really high amount. Well, anyway, for three thousand dollars, I I'd do it. For three thousand dollars, I'd hold the Wonder Bread myself. That's that's the thing about artists for this, like. It's such a weird thing, because, like, some people on artist Twitter are like, oh, that's a decent amount to get, and others are like, no, I would never do that for that amount. Like, and some people way overvalue their work. For $3,000, you get a stick figure. Uh, I'll be back in a second, Alex. I gotta do something. Alright, alright, let's cut to commercial Watch break. God! Bold of You to Say is brought to you by Wiretap Smart Speakers. Wiretap speakers not only sound great, but they can also answer questions such as, what's the weather today? Or how's traffic? Or what does my wife say when I'm not around? Use promo code BOLD and they'll give you a cut of the revenue they make from selling your deepest, darkest desires to ad companies. So, anyway, you were saying uh, about artist Twitter? So, speaking about, like, artist Twitter and stuff, there's, like, all these people are, like, fighting over, like, what prices should be on specific things and stuff. And one guy came in one day. It was like a couple months ago. This guy came in, though, with the most just bold and outrageous idea. Bold, you say? Yes. (laughs) He, uh, I I assume it's a guy. It could be a girl. But they, uh, they decided that they had figured out how much time their, uh, how much value their time really has and stuff like that. And they decided that also i should mention this is a furry artist too so it just adds a little bit more salt to the good old wound but this this guy gal thing decided that their commissions will be 300 to like 15 grand depending on what it is well that's maybe a bit too much just a bit that's like what <laughs> you that's what you bit. charge for a sculpture yeah no and it was insane too because like there were people like defending that and stuff and it's like i understand both sides of the argument that guy's stance is that it's his time it should be valued how he feels like his time should be valued and it's like i agree however 
15 grand for a picture of a dog guy. What the fuck? Yeah, I'd say like, that's, that just, um... I'd say that's maybe a bit a much. much. It's like, for the... For what you're paying for, I don't think you, you should spend that much. Like, I just don't understand, like, half the fucking furries on this artist Twitter boards and shit. Yeah. It's like, they just get so weird. Yeah, that... I don't know. I don't like shopping for things where there's not, like, a fixed price. You know? Like, I don't I don't like yeah. haggling. I don't like offering a price. And I don't like setting a price. Because all that stuff yeah. is just, It's such a... It's such a jungle. And it's jungle out there. When you don't have, like, standard prices for stuff, then that's how you get, like, three thousand dollars for a drawing yeah i mean i mean having a weird wonder bread fetish that's how you get three hundred dollars for a drawing yeah i mean three thousand but uh that's the thing though about artist twitter and like furry twitter too i think mostly that side though is that like there's so many like just odd things happening constantly like you go onto twitter and, like, I've, I have, like, a couple of friends who are furries and shit, so I see some of their drama every so often. No, no, Jared, and you like, have pets. Basically. <laughs> my, <laughs> my pets. But, like, every my so pets often that can you speak. see, like, drama. Oh, my God. They speak, but most of the time they just moan. Speaking about cats, my cat's meowing right now. Can you hear them? I can. That's that's the cat's meow, I tell you. She's being annoying. Leave me alone Wednesday. I'm talking about degenerates. <laughs> Get over here. Eh. Ow! 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 Fucking... Are you alright? She's crawled up my back! Ah! She slipped out my back! <laughs> Fucking cunt! Ow! Get out of my room! Hold on, I need to open the door. Maybe that's why you're meowing. You wanna leave? Please say yes. Okay, she's leaving. I'm safe. But uh, I just heard her meow and I closed the door. <laughs> that cat gets annoying. It's not even my cat. My cat's Carl. That's my sister's cat. She's it's she that cat's staying with us because my sister can't have cats. But, uh, as I was saying, though, about my other pets, uh, I follow them on Twitter, so every so often I see the stuff they retweet or comment on or, like, the things that they follow, too, which is also annoying about Twitter. I don't want to see the things my friends follow. Yeah. Half the time, it's porn. <laughs> but, uh, but, the other day, apparently there was, like, a whole debate going on in, like, artist furry Twitter shit where they're debating on, like, where to draw the line with the whole animal thing? And there's a lot of a line on a the lot page. of opinions on that. No, no, I mean like how how much can a, a furry be an animal before it just turns into dog fucking? And it's like, why is this a debate? Who why is this like a very opinionated debate with different ideas on it from all different perspectives. 
It's like, I feel like the line should be drawn when there's an animal there. Yeah, Don't have sex with an animal. <laughs> if there's, like, an animal involved in any capacity... Look, Whether I'm it's a human-animal it hybrid or if it's it, just a dog, don't fuck it. yeah, exactly. If, if it's <laughs> a, if it's a, it's a, if it's a wolf-spirited human-dog hybrid, then still don't fuck it. <laughs> it is itself a sin. That thing all comes from sin. Fucking cat girls, <laughs> fucking cat girls. Those are also horrific. I, yeah, there's a Twitter both, account both I follow, like, which I love. Cat it's... girl characters and like cat girls at school. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's always there's the one girl in the back of the classroom that just meows the whole the whole class. No, there's a uh, there's a Twitter I follow though. I love it. It's called uh, Cats with Human Ears, and the account is every time you make a cat girl, one of me is created. Oh God! All right, I'm and looking it's that up. So cursed. Oh. <laughs> uh... Alright, what so was it? Cats with human ears? Old... Yeah, cats with human ears. Now keep in mind that this is an older account. I don't know if it's still standing. It's been a while. They did have a great purge on Twitter recently, but they got oh, rid God. of a lot of accounts. It just looks like a is mouse. It there? It, yeah. It's there. I'm oh, following fuck yeah, it. You found it. <laughs> Do it. I gotta follow it on my uh, new account, my God King account. I've had like seven different Twitters, Alex. It's not even funny. Oh, it looks like they just retweet stuff now. Oh, no! Damn it. They used to post like every day a Photoshop picture of like a fucked up cat. It's like that Jeff Bezos account I love. Oh, yeah. It the, has uh, Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Bezos ended world, world hunger. hunger. And it's always, no, no, he hasn't. <laughs> Jeff Bezos has decided not to end world hunger today. How do I see but, just but, what someone tweets and not what they retweet? I I hate retweeting. Media. Go to media and we'll show you the pictures. All right. It won't show them the uh, comments, but we'll show you the pictures. But, like, fucking... I don't know, it's just like this whole... The whole debate's going on, though. It's like, why is there even a debate? I feel like, you know, if it's no longer a person, don't, don't fuck it. Like, I'm not saying we shouldn't clap alien cheeks. That's entirely different. I'm just yeah, saying if that, it walks that's on an all open debate and it doesn't speak English, maybe don't fuck it. Yeah, it's an open debate still about whether fucking an alien counts as bestiality. Uh, I'd say it doesn't. It's another like as long as it's not like a, a uh, like an animal alien. Like if, if it's, it's like, like a, a it's got to be at least as intelligent as a human. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I mean, that's got to be thing, more like speaking stuff. It's got to have that's culture. Where these guys are coming in with their debate, though. Here's here's the thing. One of these uh, people is this, this guy named Rags who apparently does political YouTube videos. I've seen that, and his. You've seen it? I've seen that. Uh, I've seen his videos. They're pretty good, from what I remember. D well, you're going to hate this. The guy is a total dog fucker. Aww. His little profile picture, his little profile picture, this avatar, he's had people do porn of it. And it's not like uh, a person dog. It's an actual dog. And it's, See, it's I don't horrifying. like that. I don't like that. You don't get to have an opinion if that's what joke. you're into. He just... 
He doesn't even do it as a joke either. All of his videos should be taken down. All of his videos should be taken down because you do not get an opinion if that's what you like. I agree. All right, so I I scrolled back far enough. So if you go back to um, uh, early April 2019, that's when you get into the, uh, the, the cat photoshops. So there's They're a like, cat with human eyes, okay. a cat with human ears, cartoon cat with human ears, cat with human ears, cat with human ears. Yep. Yep. I'm starting to get into them. Uh, uh, Pidgey with human ears. Oh, that, that's uh, something else. What was that for? I don't remember. It's been a while. Last time I saw that account was back in 2018. So, but, uh, yeah, no, it's just, I just, why? But like, no, back to what I was saying, this guy, though, was like making the argument, it's like, yeah, it's an intelligent thing at that point, you should be able to fuck it. It's like, no! That is, I don't think that makes it okay. Because yeah. that same argument can be used for lollies. And I still don't think those are okay either. Yeah, like... It, even if it's a thousand years old, it's still a child. Look, if it, even if it's sentient, that's still a dog. But look, like like fur, like furry porn, like shit, like that. If if it's if it's a dog, like hybrid, whatever thing. If it if it's basically a dog that you've made like hyper intelligent, so it's like on a human level mentally. It's a dog. You're fucking a dog. Yeah. Okay. There's there's a yeah. fantasy element to that. There's like when when you when There's you have a that kind of thing between being sexually attracted to mascots and being an absolute degenerate. Like okay, so when, when you things. when you draw or enjoy that kind of porn where it's like a dog no that's that, and it's uh, like a human. human, but no, like there's a fantasy element to that. It you clearly want to fuck something involved in that. And any kind of porn that you watch, you want to fuck something involved in the making of it. If it's see, straight porn and you're a guy watching it and you're a straight guy, you want to fuck the woman. If you're someone watching gay porn, you want to fuck the dudes in the video. If it's if what you're wa- if you're looking at a, a drawing of a in, of an intelligent animal getting fucked. Okay, you're not trying to fuck the intelligence of it. You're trying to fuck the animal. I fucked the word bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sexually attracted to comic word bubbles. <laughs> Every time I see them, it's just, oh, it doesn't matter what, what's saying it. <laughs> you fucked the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> but it's like, like I just, I just don't understand people. Like, I remember back in the day when shit was, like, relatively normal. And, like, now it's just, now it's just, everything is wrong. Everything is so wrong, Alex. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. If if you ask someone if they would fuck a dog and they say yes, just stab them. I belong to an Indian tribe. It's an ancient tribe. They're called the Stabahos. <laughs> you should follow their uh, their anti-peace sentiments. <laughs> but 
it's like, what the... It's just... At some point, you gotta ask yourself, am what I'm looking at, is it okay? Yeah, I don't think enough people are asking themselves that question. It's true. They are... Oh, no. God damn it, Ryan's gonna get pissed at me. Not yeah. on Ryan, another Ryan. I'm on Minecraft right now, and an Enderman just stole one of Ryan's blocks, and now his house is flooding. Oh, I'm well, not gonna it deal be with it. Be. it. <laughs> yeah, it that's not, that's it not your problem. It's not my property. Mine's got a wall around it. Hippity hoppity, not my property. Hippity hoppity, give me all your property. <laughs> Monopoly. Ah. <laughs> Mon Monopoly. Monopoly. You mean Apple? Pre Fortnite 2020. <laughs> the game theorists did a video about it, and they they basically said what we talked about: how Epic is trying to they make their own app store. Water? They One stole our content. Our, we have to sue them. This very well-researched YouTube series has stolen content from us, a podcast with no research and no listeners. Well, yeah. We are their research. <laughs> Prove. We gotta, Prove. Make, we gotta make a YouTube video exposing the game theorists. No, no, no. The Why don't. I no longer not, not write for said. the game theorists. I'm freaking out, Alex. There's a creeper outside my house. Oh man! Oh, there's two of them. Why are there so many of them? You know a way. Yeah, you know a great way to not get blown up by those creepers. How? Close the game. But that's the thing, Alex. If you don't want to be cyber bully, just turn off the computer. Remember the bully hunters? No, refresh my memory. So what bully hunters were was it was a group of like I think they were BuzzFeed writers. I'm trying to remember exactly, but it, it's hard because this was a while ago. But what happened in it was uh, this group of writers were like, we're gonna try and help stop toxicity in gaming and stuff. So we have a team. We're gonna hunt down some bullies and the whole. Okay, now I'm starting to remember. Yep. Was this like led by Anita Sarkeesian? I think so. It might have been. It seems like something she'd have. Yeah, God, I remember when she was in the news constantly. She was so annoying. Oh, yeah. I wonder how she feels right now while she's beating the dead horse of a dead man who died of cancer. God, what, what a horrible person. Is she that going fucking, after... The guy that started who, who's she going after? Biscuit still. She's she's always going after Total Biscuits. Like, oh, this guy is such an asshole. It's like, the guy died of cancer. Just leave him alone. Yeah, he probably had some controversial opinions and all, but, like, you know, fucker died of cancer. I feel like that's your, like... Don't, just don't yeah. be a shithead. Man died of cancer. You got your revenge. Game over. <laughs> Basically. So this is um kind of an old topic, but speaking of... um big channels stealing stuff from smaller stuff um you you you've oh, heard yeah, of you know Butch Hartman doing? right oh yeah that the other one <laughs> so uh Butch Hartman used to be uh, he he was he pretty was, big uh, at one point so anyway he back was big but he was a uh, big because he quit, cracked that whip so backing up um butch hartman for the listeners that don't know 
he made fairly odd parents. He basically wrote all of our childhoods, unless you were the weird kid that didn't have cable. In that case, you had like Cyber Chase, Invader Zim. So anyway, Butch Hartman wrote Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, he created that show along with um, Danny Phantom. Um, a bit later, he made Tough Puppy, which was like at the tail end of my childhood, so I didn't really watch that a lot. But he wrote, he wrote and created a lot of shows for Nickelodeon. Then he uh, ended up leaving, just because he, you know, he moved on. And he had a he. I don't know. He probably still uploads, but um, he has a YouTube channel that I used to watch a lot uh, before I knew how bad he really was. And he did a lot of like drawing drawing characters from x show in the style of y show and it was pretty cool i liked it he had like a wholesome vibe and then he uh he did a he started a kickstarter to make his own oh, streaming yeah. service called oaxis and like every every commentary youtuber has done a video about this so you know just look it up and if you if you look at the video that he had on the Kickstarter page, it it felt like a like an infomercial for a cult. It, it felt like a pyramid basically, scheme. Basically, you pay a hundred dollars for Christian cartoons. It's a hundred. So, like so is that a hundred dollars for a year? I want to say yes, but it's Butch Hartman, so yeah, you never Probably know. Not. But it's a hundred dollars a day. Anyway, yeah, everyone's covered the whole Oaxis controversy, which I don't. I wouldn't call it a controversy. I'd call it no one liked it. That's what I would. That's what I would say about it. But yeah. Anyway, I I think this gets talked about a bit less, where he has like ripped off small artists before. Oh yeah, he's one of those exposure types. Yeah, this happened with um. With a a guy on YouTube, an artist on YouTube that I like, I gotta. I'm gonna look up his name really quick just so I don't mess Is it, it up. LS Mark. Okay, so it's uh, Kiro the artist. His his channel is called the Ink Tank. Uh, he does a lot of Ben Ten content. He does a uh, web comic. Uh, it's a like a crossover between Danny Phantom and Ben Ten. It takes place uh, later in the future, so they're a bit older. But anyway. Um, he's so done some videos. He's done some videos explaining how Butch Hartman, like, um, and his like his company, like, made deals with him where he would do some animation. He'd do like a little snippet of animation for a show that Butch Hartman is doing, and then when it comes to like getting paid, it's like, uh, yeah, no, you didn't do this like tiny stipulation in the contract, so like we're not paying you. And like just stuff like that, where it's like Butch Hartman is obviously in the wrong, and like he's just doing all kinds of unethical stuff. I see. I can't tell if this is more or less scummy than Shaq Tune. Than what? Oh, you're not familiar with Shaq Tunes? No. Uh, what Shaq Tunes was was a similar idea. Where Shaq wanted artists to make animations for him, uh, and he'd pay them in the extremely premium currency called 
Exposure. Oh, exposure. You know, what you use to pay your bills. Yeah, you know, I I heard that um I've heard that DTE is starting to take uh exposure as a valid currency for uh for heating. At this point exposure has more value than the American dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you believe what economically speaking, if you if you believe the people that advocate for Bitcoin, yeah, exposure might as well be more valuable than the U.S. dollar. Yeah, no, no currency except for anything that wasn't made in the United States has value to it. All currency is just Every pretend. We all just agree that it has value. But so you were so in other Shaq tunes this was Shaq like Shaquille O'Neal yeah, doing this. What what was yep, Shaquille O'Neal doing in animation? He wanted people to do cool animations of him. And then he'd steal them. So, so is this like for a cartoon or is it just like a YouTube channel? I think it was an actual show, it just never got off because no one wanted to do it. Because, you know, artists, you know, they want money. They're like everyone else who has a job. Work isn't free. Yeah, anyone that's, like, in an art field knows that, like, people will rip you off however they can. Oh, yeah, there's a guy on, uh, this was a while ago, I saw this happen to a guy over on um, uh, Google+, Plus. believe it or not. I used to be an avid Google Pluser. Me too. But a guy got he he commissions he got a commission from someone, and they just never gave him the money. Like he gave them the picture and everything, and he just they just never PayPal the funds over, and then they blocked him. So they just uh, had him make this like extremely like hard work in what's the word I'm looking for? It's like it was a it was a good picture, the detail and shit. Yeah, but it's like. They had him work on this picture, and it took him like a month to do, and he delivered it on time and everything, and they just never paid him. I think oh. to this day, he's still looking for that guy. That, that's terrible. Even yeah. even being, um, I guess you could say like an amateur filmmaker, I, I'm film student, I guess you could say. I, even being a film student, I've had um, times where like, for, for example... Um, there was a, uh, I forget what group it was, but they were coming to my school. Um, I was still in high school at the time. And they were coming to the school to do like um, career day stuff. And they wanted someone to record some of it. And they talked to the principal and they referred them to me. And they were like, hey, do you want to volunteer to record this for us? Volunteer. We heard that we heard that you do videos. Would you like uh, would you like to volunteer to do video stuff for us? And it's like I don't know what goes through these people's minds where I I guess they just assume that anyone going into like an artistic career basically like following their passion, they just want so bad to work for you for free. They just want to draw or animate or film or edit. They just, they just, they're dying to do it and they just really want to volunteer to do it for someone. 
for exposure or practice or just because they like the craft. Like liking the craft doesn't mean that your work is free. And that annoys me so much. It's insane. Like, I know I'm not the best of artists and shit. I think you're pretty good for what you do. I like your burnt drawings. I make nightmares. That's what I do. Nightmare fuel stuff, but, like uh, like like Waluigi, but he's like all contorted. And the thing about my the way I draw things is that I I know I don't do good stuff, so I just work with the weird shapes I make, and it and so far it has a nice comedic tone to it. I like which it. It's also kind of creepy, and I like yeah, I think it's working all right. I've been trying to do more detail stuff. Like getting used to human shapes, and that's hard. Since all my shit is like really weird blobby things. It's like I'm trying to do robots more and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's working out alright. But most part I, I think I excel more with like the weird alien shapes. Like just making weird alien stuff. Like the mushroom guys and shit. Yeah, so you know, being um, being an amateur artist, how would you like to uh, work for a stranger for free? Yeah, that's the thing. Even if I'm like really shitty at drawing, I still would never work for someone for free. I'd give my friends drawings, but like, if someone's like, "Hey, can you draw me a picture?" I'd ask them for at least five dollars. Yeah, that's my time. I earn my paper. I especially want if it's like, for that. especially if it's for like a group. If it's like yeah. a group or a business trying to get your trying to solicit your labor, you can't do it for free. That's just not how capitalism works. Yeah. It's just it's just scummy all around what people do. Yeah, you, you never go to like a carpenter like, "Hey, I heard you like woodworking. How would you like to build a <laughs> dining room table for me for free cuz you love the craft?" Actually, you say that now. Uh, I think a famous person at one point did do that. What, a famous person asked for a carpenter to do that, or a carpenter, like, did it? No, like a celebrity came up to a carpenter and was like, hey, can you build me a chair? It's for exposure. Oh, I bet it was, like, a D-lister, too. Yeah, I think it was, no, I think it was, like, an actual, like, almost washed-up celebrity. Like, someone who was an A-star, an A-lister, for a while. I just don't remember who it was, though. I, I want to look that up again at some point, because I want to see if that was true. But no, it's like, it's just, I don't understand why people are just, like, so stupid about other people's arts and crafts. Like, uh, an argument I see a lot from people who complain about artist prices is, like, why are they having it so high when I can do that? It's like, if you can do that, why are you looking for people to draw stuff for you? Yeah, it's always it always comes from people that can't draw. Yeah. If, if you can do it, do it yourself. But if you can't and you need to solicit solicit someone's labor, then pay their fee. Yeah, even if it is $300 for a Twitter pick. Yeah, honestly, if it, if it had no value, you wouldn't be asking for it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. People... I talk a lot of shit about artist Twitter being a weird place, but, like, you know, if this is the shit they deal with, maybe maybe they have a few screws loose for a reason. Yeah, I mean, maybe those people that ask for $3,000 for a Twitter banner, maybe maybe those are just the ones that are, you know, strong-willed enough to survive in that economy and that in that climate. Speaking about that guy, though, the guy that wants people to pay him, like, $300 for a pixel icon, 
Apparently, he, people actually do that. He gets commissions all the time. Hmm. But, like, you know, I just... I kind of understand why they're a little insane. Yeah. I would be, too, if someone tried to pay me an exposure. Yeah, I, honestly, that that should be, like, criminal. Yeah. I mean, technically, it's theft, so... As long as you copyright the image. Well, I mean, the way that copyright works, um, you don't have to, like register it at like a patent office or anything if you make a piece of art whether it's a video or a, or a drawing or whatever um by default it's copyrighted it's just up to you to enforce it oh well sure, yeah. yeah i want to sue a bunch of people then yeah so the the way it works is if someone um tries to profit off of, and this is just this is just what i know um from the little bit of research that i've done but if you make a piece of art and someone tries to profit off of it, that's illegal. And uh, but basically, it it is up to you to enforce that. It's up to you to, you know, ask them to take it down. And if they don't, then you gotta like report it to you know whatever the proper channels are. Doesn't Butch Hartman trace other people's art that he doesn't ask for? I I vaguely remember hearing about that happening. I wonder if we can notify those people and have them sue him. I don't know. I mean, anyone that's dealing with this knows how copyright works. So, you know, it's up to them yeah. to handle it. I mean, at least I would hope that they know how copyright works. A lot of people seem to show a a, a severe lack of understanding of how that system works. Yeah. Do you know the YouTuber Tom Scott? Tom Scott or Tom Scott? Tom Scott. I don't know anyone named Tom Scott, I'm afraid. So he has a YouTube channel. Um, he does a lot of like educational content, kind of in the same vein as like Vsauce. Hey, Vsauce, cunt here. So he does a lot of like does a lot of like electronic centered videos about like computers and stuff, but. You know, also about like, you know, fun history facts and, you know, a lot of his videos are, you know, nice and digestible, but he does also do a lot of longer form stuff. He did a video about copyright law and how a lot of people don't really get it. And I'll have that linked in the description, but he basically explains um, how YouTube's copyright system works. That's what he that's what he delves into specifically. And yeah, he, he talks about how like people will use um, clips from like movies and stuff in their videos without explaining or without understanding what fair use is. Like they claim that their video falls under fair use. Like they put a disclaimer at the beginning, like, I don't own any of the clips used. This is fair use. But that doesn't automatically protect you. Yeah, no, with copyright and fair use, it has to change the message behind, like, the meaning behind the yeah. original piece of art and all this other stuff. Like, channels, like, reaction channels like Jinx, for example, that's not fair use. They're just re-uploading an entire exactly. thing and staring at it for an hour. And then, like, every five minutes, say something over it so it doesn't get uh, picked up by the algorithm bots. See, actually, if you do a reaction channel properly... It can be fair use, but yeah, because like 
there are examples of reaction channels that actually work, and it's like it, it's those ones where it's like the the best of compilations, basically, where they'll show you bits and pieces, and then them reacting to it and stuff, or like yeah, them like breaking down something and talking over and showing like scene for scene, but it's like slow down or just screenshot images of it or something like or that. like the youtube channel pretty much it where they they do movie commentary tracks and then they also release clips from those on youtube um and they use the movie footage but uh the way that it works is if you you, you can play a snippet of a song or a movie or you know, something like that. You can play it in your video as long as you are commenting on or reviewing that specific clip. Now, if you yeah. play like a whole movie and you're like, hey, I liked scene six, that doesn't count. But if you play like like a hook on a song and you, you know, uh, basically review it, you know, if you say like this worked, this didn't, that falls under fair use. But people don't understand that. People don't understand that yeah. distinction. Oh yeah, no. People are just fucking stupid. They'll be like, "This, this is fair use because I said so. I put the company in the description." Yeah. It's like the videos I made during film class all have been copywritten, and it's because I use music they don't have the rights to, and I understand why they're copywritten. I don't, uh, even though I put a disclaimer in there, it's like, yeah, I know this is going to get copyrighted. I'm not surprised. Because it's, it, there's nothing about it that changes the message of the music or anything like that. It's just a, a, a kid's shitty music video. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, that's most film projects. You know, I'm not wrong. Honestly, yeah, kind of. The ones where you are given like independent freedom to do whatever you want and there's no deadline usually are the ones where actually you do something cool but well if you you're if you're those. the right kind of person we oh yeah true. in our in our second year uh my class in our second year we got a lot of freedom to do stuff but honestly most of us didn't like take advantage of it we didn't really like you know take the initiative to make a lot of independent projects but I mean, I guess we were the kind of group of we're we're a group of the kind of people that work well within like you know this is your project these are the parameters and you can work within the space. But I mean, it is overwhelming um, if you don't have an idea of what you want to do and you know your instructor just says make a video. It can be whatever you want. It's like, well, what do I do? Well, of course, you're supposed to make a video. I, I don't see what the problem is, Alex. Produce oh, yeah. media for him to grade. Where's the media, Alex? But yeah, like, I always did better when there was, like, criteria. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, if you're, if you're getting a grade or something, that's usually better. With me, it's just fucking around. I usually have more fun. When I'm having more fun, I actually start to do things I enjoy. And yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that got to me about the class is, like, so much of it was stuff I just didn't really enjoy, to be honest. Like, 
I do. I did like the class, and I liked uh, hanging out with people and stuff. But it's like, it's just, ugh. you know. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm, I think I'm one of those people that just don't like having all this like regulations and shit just thrown on me and stuff. It's like, oh, you have to do all of this and all this shit. It's like, I just wanted to have fun. I just want a grill. <laughs> I think my issue is that I just enjoy talking about um, media and stuff more than making it. Yeah, I get that too. And to be honest, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you can still have a steady career just by doing that too. I mean, reaction channels exist. Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> God, I... I hate reaction channels so much, and I'm I'm glad that they seem to be not as big as they used to be. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bold of You to Say. Um, as always, be be sure to like and subscribe, and comment, and give us a review. Uh, send us your firstborn child, um, whatever you can. <laughs> Every little contribution helps. Um, there's a link in the description at the very bottom to, uh, to, uh, to support the show. Uh, you don't have to, uh, you really, you won't get anything out of it. Um, we'll get, I will, well. yeah, w- Jared will get something out of it. I um, always get something out of it. Yeah. Like, and subscribe. Uh, if you're listening on Apple podcasts, you can leave us a review in app. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can leave a comment with what you'd like uh with what you'd like us to cover next um and our social media will be linked in the description so you can follow us there if you've ever wondered what someone like jared would tweet that's where you'll find out oh god no (laughs) the thing is i barely use my face my uh my twitter i just like i go on it every so often i say something and then i like like a bunch of shit retweet the memes yeah, so if you want to see what Jared retweets, uh, check out the link in the description. I'll link my super secret Twitter. That's I'll never subject someone to that amount of horrible, <laughs> toxic shit. And I'll link my TikTok in the description. I promise I'll make more videos. Um, or else. Yeah, make, make me famous. Make me famous, uh, internet. And with that, and with that, uh, this has been bold of you to say. I have been your host, Alex Myers. Jared, who have you been? been Your host. Oh my God! I was saying it. I've also been your host, Jared, not Myers. Someday. 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 (laughs) Hey, kitten! I've made this private chat for us. You've been real naughty. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna hit stop record before I say more embarrassing things. Do it.